So talk us through your decision to take this course to make joy and work a priority where you work. We took this course as a group. Uh, There were a few of us in our department who have a uh, strong interest in physician and provider wellness and burnout. So there were five of us within our department that uh, took this course, and we found it really, really helpful. Before we had any of the teleconferences, we thought we thought really big. And I think that's important to think really big. Uh, but we ran into a few hurdles to accomplishing our big ideas. Um, and once we had the teleconferences, the, the first one specifically with IHI, it was really evident that sometimes it's okay to think a little smaller and to um, work in a smaller work unit, you know, because we were thinking very, very broadly. The um, I think a barrier to us is, Some of our radiologists are geographically in different locations, so we're not able to see each other. Um, We work in different towns, different clinics, and we're not in one centralized location. So some of the initiatives that we had initially thought were a lot more difficult simply because of geography. So uh, our initial ideas, we kind of, we didn't throw them out, but they're kind of on the back burner because they're some of the more, um, I, I think of like the boulders, and we started to think more about pebbles in the shoes. And that's when it became evident that maybe we would have a little more success working in our individual work units. So um, I kind of took that back home to my work unit, and I uh, identify my work unit as uh, my breast clinic. So we're a clinic that uh, is comprised of breast radiologists, but also breast surgeons, medical oncologists, plastic surgeons, uh, and all the awesome support staff that we have. And we are somewhat isolated from the remainder of the department because we have a standalone clinic. So that's where I took this course. You know, I took most of what I learned in this course back to my work unit. And that's what I've been focusing my efforts on. Can you tell us a bit more about the details of your project and some of the early resistance you encountered? Number one, I let them know that I was taking this course. And I had a lot of skeptical people thinking this was fluff. (laughs) And I think it helped that I... I showed them the IHI framework for improving joy and work white paper. And I said, no, no, guys, this is, this is legit. This stuff works. This is based on science. And I started to slowly get some buy-in. Um, I then purchased a monstrosity whiteboard. Um, it was, it's a huge, huge whiteboard. And um, I put that up in a hallway that we all pass by every single day. And I put, you know, what brings you joy and work? And for the first day, I think I had one response, and that was mine. So I actually went almost individually to every person in the work unit, and I explained again, you know, I'm I'm taking this course. This is so great. This is where I see this going. This is why I think it's important. Would you please write your response on the whiteboard? It's anonymous. I'm not going to, you know, follow you and see what you write. Um, And it slowly caught on. I would say the first week I was a little discouraged. I maybe had you know, seven or eight responses. Um, But by the end of, so now it's been well past that month, I collected responses uh, for four weeks. Uh, By the end of four weeks, one of the staff members had actually bought magnets where you can spell out words, for example, joy and other colorful magnets. And I'm telling you, this board really kind of caught on and there was no more space by the end of the fourth week. There was just literally no more space on the board. So it was great. So it was at that moment that I thought, okay, now we need to kind of get together and, and talk about the fact that we all have shared values and talk about what brings us all joy in work and that it's a lot of the same things that bring us joy. So we had a um, technologist meeting 
And we had, um, I would say, a lar- large part of our staff is made up of uh, mammography technologists, and we have nurses, and they were uh, all mostly all present at this meeting. And um, we had breakfast, and, and it was kind of a very safe, fun atmosphere. And I, again, talked about the uh, IHI framework for improving joint work paper, and I kind of passed it around so that they could see kind of what, what this is and why it's so important. I think establishing buy-in was probably the hardest part of this whole process for me um, because it took a little time. So at that meeting, I talked about the whiteboard, and, and I shared some of the comments and kind of the same buckets that we all find joy in, you know, um, having a patient say thank you, working together as a team, supporting each other when we're down, you know, things like that. And I talked about the different comments and, and how that makes me so happy every time I walk by that board. Why do you think that early resistance existed? I think um, anonymity was one thing, and uh, they weren't really, they didn't really buy into it. They thought it was fluff. That's what, because I asked, hey, why haven't you written on my board? This is good stuff, guys. Come on, let's go. And the, I, I think they just thought it was, you know, another thing that wasn't going to go anywhere, that they really wouldn't be heard. What's the point of this? Um, I did, luckily, over in the medical school, which is in a different building, they do something similar to these whiteboards. Um, They have lots of little topics hanging on pillars throughout the medical school. And I don't know know why it caught on, but I can tell you that I spent a lot of time going person to person to person to person, and it only takes maybe two, three minutes saying, I would love to hear from you. I would just, I'm really interested. What's the one thing that really brings you joy in work? And, you know, I think after me pleading to them and them seeing my continued interest and my continued passion, and it wasn't just me. I had a few other colleagues behind me who also really encouraged people to jump on board. I think it's also the herd effect. You know, once one or two or three people see their colleagues writing on the board, then they're like, okay, I think, all right, I'll go up there and I'll write something. Um, like I said, it, it it wasn't successful the first week. I thought, oh my gosh, I hung this huge whiteboard and it's it's still white. I think that's the biggest barrier is, is a buy-in, which I think I'm getting. It, it certainly seems that way. I had um, near, you know, very close to 100% attendance at the meeting, an early morning meeting that they were not paid for, that they came in, you know, just for this program. So that, to me, I, I could have cried. I was so happy. Um and even the people that didn't attend, for example, the part-time people that weren't working that day, um, they also participated in my small survey. It was just an eight-question survey. But that shows me that at least they're willing to put forth the effort to complete some of the questions for me. Sounds like you had some nice momentum. What was next? Can you talk more about the questions you asked and any data you collected? I had never done a baseline measurement. And if I would do this again, I would probably change a few things. But I I think in order for me to start measuring anything, I had to get the buy-in. And that was important, at least in my work unit. So I decided to use the two-question, it's like a a modified two-question MBI survey. I couldn't give them like the full MBI survey. So I asked, I feel burned out from my work and I have become more callous towards people since I took this job. Um, and this, I got these two questions from the paper from uh, Shana Feltz and West. So I, in addition to that, I also asked them, I have the tools and resources I need to do my job. And then I asked them some of the questions that I got from IHI. For example, in your professional life, what matters to you? What makes a good day for you? When we are at our best, what does that look like? What gets in the way of a good day? What are the pebbles in your shoes? And I explained to them what that meant and what can we do today? 
So um, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm addressing some of the pebbles in the shoes, and we have another meeting in one month where I hope to God to have uh, one of the pebbles in their shoes was not enough chairs. That's something that I can absolutely fix. And so we're in the process of ordering chairs. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> um, <clears throat> some of the other things I'm not going to be able to fix, um, for example, computer issues. And I explained to them that those are being addressed by the administration, but they're more boulders. And, and this, isn't, um, this program isn't meant for me to fix everything. It's really meant for us to develop strategies as a work unit to solve together. But there are some things that um, I need to know about kind of as their champion that I can assist them with. So what's next? How does this work continue? I think my biggest challenge, which, um, which I'm going to have to advertise, is um, I'm going to be getting those chairs. So <laughs> I'm on it right now. Um, I have to show them an early win. And I, you know, I'm, I thank you for talking with me, but as you can see, I'm still in the early stages. But I do have a plan, um, I, and I let them know we're going to be meeting on a monthly basis. at our. We have morning huddles every day, but we're going to do one kind of more formal morning huddle where we come in just 10 minutes earlier where I'm going to kind of debrief them on some wins, um, continue to check for those pebbles in the shoes, and talk about, you know, future, uh, more organizational. What are we doing as, as an organization to address some of the boulders? I think the staff so far feels like this is valuable because somebody has an ear to the ground at all times. Um, I let them know that this is not a one-day or a one-person job, that I'm going to be there. I'm always there at the morning huddles, but I'm going to be there in a different capacity once a month, checking in. I'm going to hopefully discuss wins at each meeting, um, discuss some persistent barriers, but what we're doing as a team to overcome them. And I let them know this isn't an, an, an I project. This is really a we project, and I'm going to need their help as well. So I'm trying to engage them as much as possible. For example, ordering the chairs, I'm letting them choose the chairs from, you know, the stock that we have available. Um, that, that's kind of where we're at right now. 